Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, Zach in the Nose's Fantasy Football Show is here. Tropical Chevrolet is our sponsor. We're convenience for our customers. This is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Welcome to a special edition of Zach in the Nose. And I say special edition because it was a bloody Sunday for injuries. It was bad, real bad. So we just decided to call up. That's right. You're going to hear this during the show a lot today. A lot. Or tonight, excuse me. It is uh, the theme of our show tonight for Zach and the Nose. We have a lot to get to. We called our program director, Len, and demanded that we go on before your waiver wires on Wednesday because the Nose has got some answers for you, hopefully. Hopefully. And as I say that, let's bring him on. My partner in crime always here on Zach and the Nose. Not from the Krantz compound in Davie this week, from the nose compound or nose compound number two, I believe this one's in Weston. We bring on the nose. Good evening, nose. How are you? I'm very good. I actually just realized I'm a 41 year old man, and I am actually in the room I lost my virginity in. How about Amazing. that? Amazing. Yes. How about that? Wow. It's not bad. That is a. Uh, I don't know if that's nose candy or nose bleed. I'm not even. That's sure a nose. What we're gonna call, actually, it was a nosebleed. How about that? We'll just oh, say yeah. the experience was a nosebleed. That I totally believe at that point. <laughs> that is my partner in crime always. That is the nose. Normal show uh, tonight for us when it comes to all the segments we'll do for you. We're going to give you the nose candy and the nose bleeds from last week. We're going to give you the sniff test. We're going to give you the nose pick of the week. We're going to give you the tight end of the week as well. But normally we start off with observations. Now, observations this week, I'm not sure we have enough time in a two-hour program 
to go over all the observations. And by the way, if you get sick of the Sunday Blood, Bloody Sunday song, I'm sorry. It's the first of probably 12 times we're going to play it here on the show. <laughs> right, right. Garcia back in the studio knows basically to keep that as close as possible. So with that said for Sunday Bloody Sunday, thank you, Garcia. Well done there. Let's get to observations. Now, when I mean observations, uh, Nose usually sends me a sheet of paper with a lot of the stuff that he wants to go over. And I'm on page four of observations, and I'm just not even sure if we're going to get to all of them. But there's so much to talk about. And Nose, let's be honest, drafting, let's redraft tonight. And your first two picks are going to be Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. One of those guys now out for the season. The other guy out for a couple weeks. Let's start with those two to start off our observations by the nose. Let's just start with the number one and number two overall picks in most, if not every draft. Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, go nose. Yeah. I am sorry if you drafted him. It was such a promising start to your season. You had a top two overall pick. It was such an easy decision with between Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. And now it has turned into absolute garbage. Christian McCaffrey is going to be out four to six weeks, so um, hopefully you'll get him back in that amount of time. He's never missed a game essentially in his entire career. Wow. So, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, what do you do? That's what we're going to be discussing for each and every person. What do you do? Well, if you have Christian McCaffrey and you have the opportunity to pick up Mike Davis, that is what you need to do right now. This is a situation where I do believe he will be back in three weeks versus four, I watched the injury, and quite honestly, I didn't see anything that bad. Now, of course, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I have a really gutty feeling that he's going to be back sooner or later. So Christian McCaffrey owners, I don't have to, you don't have to go absolutely crazy. This thing is all over. You need to bear down, make your pickups this week, and this show is going to be uh, heavy about pickups, and we are going to uh, make sure that you get through the next three to four weeks, because that's why I believe how long he'll be out, where you right. could sustain, get a few wins, and then you put him right back in your lineup. Right, and that's and that's a big thing. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, uh, a huge, huge loss, especially for a couple weeks here for Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panther team. But let's just move right on to the number two observation, who was the number two overall pick in most, if not every, NFL fantasy football draft there was. Saquon Barkley, uh, a little bit of snake bitten. Yeah, this one, this, guy, this one right? stings the nostrils. This right. one, it, yeah, this, it does. I have, as we discussed, the nerdiness of of myself and how I am legitimately in around twenty plus leagues that I either am heavily involved in, I consult for, I work with. Well, Saquon Barkley, I really, really, <laughs> I feel horrible for the person, of course, but in a fantasy world, and that's what we are. I'm never gonna draft you ever again. I am right. done. This is the second time this has happened to him, and this is the injury, and this is the player that's crushing because it is going to be very difficult. And I am just being honest. What do you want from me? It's pure honesty. There is something called luck in fantasy, and you really do need that injury luck if you were to get through the hard weeks and then the playoffs. Well, Saquon Barkley being out for the year, you are right now, if you're an owner of him, had one first week that stunk, and second week he didn't even play in it, basically. Very good chance you're 0-2. If you're 1-1, you're lucky. Now, how are we going to get you back up there? So it looks like Devontae Freeman, right. which we all know down here, FSU, great player, um, was amazing with Atlanta. It looks like he's signing with the Falcons, okay? 
does this excuse me with the Giants? Does well, this mean yeah. that he's going to be just a plug and play replacement for Saquon? A- absolutely not, Zach. He is somebody who could be a band aid. But if you do have a choice of Dion Lewis or uh, Devonte Freeman, I am not thinking about it. I'm looking for this player as a long term, and hope Freeman finds that. I guess five years ago touch where. He could be a good player. He's not going to get you the 25 to 30 fantasy, but maybe he can get you 15 to 17 and gives you a chance to get back on track. So if you are a Saquon owner, I am not going for a, a Mike Davis, who is definitely high on my list. But for a Saquon owner, you got to try to get yourself a fit that's going to last over the course of the entire season. So Devontae Freeman is the person that I'm going to say it's your best chance to replace a player like Saquon who is now out for the season. Right, yeah, I cannot believe that we're talking now going into week three of the NFL season. We're literally talking about the first two picks in the draft out one for the season, the other one for a couple weeks, and uh, yeah, that's just that's, uh, and let's, that's just a bad way to start for your fantasy. Let's not forget, I have this list here, and it's just so depressing. But why not first round draft picks? Let's just discuss it. First round right. draft picks in most leagues, twelve team leagues, you have Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley, one and two gone. <laughs> there we go. There you is. have you have Mike Thomas, the number consensus seven or eight overall, gone. Bloody Sunday, bloody Sunday. You have Devontae Adams. Most likely looks like will not play this weekend. It's not a major injury, though. But we have, every week counts. He's a, a first-rounder. He's hurt. George Kittle. I mean, I have so many players that are over and over. It's been absolutely crazy. So, huh, the first round and the injuries, this is where right now fantasy football, you saw to take a step back, Zach. You got to say, I really enjoy it. I'm going to do the best I can. But no, there's certain things that you cannot be in control of. And that is Saquon Barkley tearing his ACL. There's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do about any of that. And uh, you have to survive. And and if you survive this week, if if your guys weren't Saquon or McCaffrey or a guy that's going to miss multiple weeks, it's just a one or two week thing, that you could survive from. But... If you drafted Saquon Barkley, and I know that knows you're in a league with another one of my buddies, and I, your first two picks, wasn't it like Saquon and Mike Thomas? So it was an auction draft, and right. I went with, no, I went with Christian McCaffrey and McCaffrey, Mike Thomas. I spent, and I, 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 the team is still so loaded, but it's going to take a huge setback right. right now. But those two guys are not out for the year. The, the, the Barkley one is the killer. Right. Killer. I don't like to sugarcoat that particular injury. That one. Well, he's gone for the year. There's no bringing right. him back. There's no possibility of coming back. You know, it's not. He's not even being put on the the short term IR. Where like maybe by week eight he does come back, or he's going to miss four or five weeks, which is still a killer in fantasy, considering the fact what there's 14 regular season weeks in fantasy. You lose a guy for four weeks, you're losing a guy for 30 percent, 33 percent of your your Look season. Look at the big brains on right. Brad. It took me a second. It took me a second. <laughs> you did good. I almost said 20 like eight percent. I don't know where that came from. But yeah, you lose a guy for a couple weeks, it stinks. And and this is the this is the weird part of fantasy football because you're not playing in a video game where you're just plugging guys in and letting them simulate 16 games. This is real life. Saquon didn't get hit so hard where you looked and went, oh my God, he's definitely out for the season. It was kind of a normal hit. And, and it happened to a lot of guys, yeah. like you just said. And, we, and, we'll, and we'll dive into that second tier right now. 
the Mike Thomases, the Devontae Adams, the George Kittle. I put those three kind of on the list of that second tier. Can we of, pick oh the nose? Can we put the nose pick of the year on that or no? I was gonna wait for that okay. too because <laughs> Mostert or Mustard or Mustard, whatever you want to call him, I call him Mustard. Must Radio Raheem. Uh, he also started the game with an 80-yard touchdown run against the Jets. And another thing that a lot of people didn't see because you probably were not watching that San Francisco Jet game was on the next drive, he took another one for 75 yards, but there was a holding call that he would have started the game, two rushes, 155 yards and two touchdowns. We're talking about a dude that would have got you 30 points in the first two drives of a game, got called back, and then he got hurt. The San Francisco injuries are ridiculous. That's a whole other segment by itself, top to bottom. But... Let's stick with the second-tier guys, yes. as I would say. Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, those were all guys that were probably either late first round or early second round Kittle. You never know where that tight end goes in your draft. But what do you do there? Because I almost picked Michael Thomas my first pick in the draft in the first round with four overall. That's how high I was on him. And now all of a sudden, he's out a week, maybe two. If the ankles, if it's bad, it could be three. Like, what do you do there? Okay, well... I thought the answer could have been Emmanuel Sanders, but it wasn't. Right. He was not separating. He did not have the targets. It was Traquan Smith. And so if you're a Michael Thomas owner, I recommend if he's still on your waiver wires and he's on a ton of my league's waiver wires to pick up the wide receiver number 10 on Traquan Smith. He got plenty of targets. It looked like Drew Brees was completely locked in on him. So in the meantime... He's a player that is startable in uh, lieu of Mike Thomas. So that's what you do with the Mike Thomas situation. I would not start Emmanuel Sanders. Jared Cook is a pretty good option at tight end, even though the, he, Drew Brees looked a little off last night. I don't want to. I'm, not, did. I'm did. not jumping to conclusions. It's only game two. That's Again, we're not there yet. But he did look a little long in the tooth. I love the expression. It's what he well did. Right, he man. did look a little old, and he was missing his uh, wide receivers and tight ends quite a bit, and I was a little surprised by that. So it's definitely something to look out for that maybe Drew Brees and his weapons, not named Mike Thomas, might be taking a step down, but not Alvin Kamara. I know Ooh. you're a big fan. Ooh, boy. It's wow. like, I don't, it's crazy because if, if you have Alvin Kamara, you had maybe the third or fourth pick or Ezekiel Elliott, you are just so lucky. I'm saying right. it so lucky that you didn't have the first or second pick right. because right now the elite running backs are definitely the Kamara, the Zeke Elliott, the Derrick Henry's, the hyphen. Uh, so long story short, I'm sorry you had bad luck with Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. We never give up. The Goonies never say die. And right. we're going to keep, we're going to keep fighting for everything. So again, just to wrap up that concept, if you have Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis, very good option in a PPR league to back up Christian McCaffrey. You might not get the touchdowns, and you're definitely going to get less usage, but he is definitely a good Band-Aid for that situation. Saquon Barkley, Devontae Freeman, he is your best bet to uh, replace him, and yes, it will not be what you think it is. It's like drafting Devontae Freeman on a team that he never had as the second pick overall. I know it's ugly, uh, but it's again, it's, it's a calculated best shot you got. Well, anything you can do at this point to try to save uh, and survive the rest of the season, because when you lose your first-round pick or second-round pick or both at that point, 
you're just in survival mode at that point. All right, let's take a break. This is Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show. It's brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. we got more observations to go. 305-567-0560 is the text machine as well. We already have a couple texts that came in. We'll get to those as well. A loaded observations in these first hour of the show. We still have the tight end pick of the week. We still have the nose pick of the week. We still have all the nosebleeds and nose candy and the sniff test. Lots to get to. A lot to get to. Let's take a break and we'll be back right after this. Ah, you know what that music means. We're back. It's back in the nose. Sunday, bloody Sunday. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Good evening to all the people at Tropical Chevrolet. Danny, the general manager, and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica, as we always like to say hello to them, our big sponsors here on the show. All right, we don't have enough time for a jibber-jabber here, Nose. we got to get right to it. So let's get back to observations from the week that was. We had a couple amazing ones at the beginning. When I mean amazing, I mean horrible for most people. And at this point, let's move on to that kind of second tier. We talked a little bit about Mike Thomas in the last segment. Devontae Adams is the next guy I want you to give some people answers for. Uh, I I do not know and I do not read the most uh, up-to-date on Devontae. I don't know if he's out a week, two weeks, nine weeks, four months. I have no idea what is uh, the answer right now for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams fortunately looks like his injury isn't serious. It's a minor hamstring issue. Uh, The thing is, is that they are going to probably take this one very seriously uh, because last year he got really hurt. They played him when he was 50-50 and then he ended up being very hurt. So it is my guess that they're going to sit him this week, even though it's a quite a big game on Sunday night against uh, New Orleans. Big matchup, but overall it's probably for their best interest that he doesn't play. So in this case, you have uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Alan Lazard as the players who would replace him, which quite honestly, I don't trust either of them. Uh, it's a flip of the coin as to who would have the better game between the two of them. It smells like to me a lot of Aaron Jones. Again, the former nose pick of the year, right. the number yeah, one running. Run- right. <laughs> of course, I'm just plugging my last year's Nose Listen, pick of the year. You go your balls at you pick a nose pick of the year now. And last year it ended up being great. Uh so yeah, you're allowed to beat your chest. You are I'm going to. Right. He's the number one running back right now, and I think they're gonna utilize him quite a bit. Uh so there's really no listen, if you have Devontae Adams, if I'm you, I'm hoping he sits out this week and you could find yourself a way to get a win in there. That's what I'm you know, that's what I think to you. Uh so not a big deal per se. So, yeah, you know, just if you have to pick up a uh, wide receiver and the best one on the board is between the two Green Bay guys, I'm going with Marquez uh, Scantling, Valdez Scantling as the guy to replace Devontae Adams this week. By the way, Devontae Freeman is now officially a New York Giant. Drew Rosenhaus just put out the agreed on a one-year deal worth up to $3 million in incentives. Uh, the quote was, Devontae turned down more money from other teams because he likes the opportunity with the Giants best. Yes, because right now, as long as he comes in healthy, he's basically penciled in as the starter. Okay, more injuries, more injuries. We have to keep going because this next group of injuries happens to just be one team. We are going to go through the 49ers injury list right now, start with George Kittle, move on to Radio Raheem, and then 
to be honest, even though we do not talk about defenses here on the show, and we never really do, San Francisco was one of the defenses at the beginning of the year that were drafted, like one of the first drafted defenses on the board. And now it looks like Mr. Boza Jr., because his older brother's in the league, is out for the year. A couple other guys might be out for a couple games of the year. So let's start. Let's go with the tight end first, George Kittle. First or second tight end on the board pre-draft. What do you do now? Well, George Kittle should be back soon. So okay. you don't That's have to panic news. on right. you don't have to panic on this one, but you are looking for right now which are a good tight end right now for you to go ahead and pick up, right? That's what we're looking for right now. And uh, God, if you didn't, if Janu Smith somehow is still on your waiver wire, that is the man that I am recommending. He was the tight end of the week last week, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, right now, the players that are most likely on your waiver wires, if Mike Jacecki, you guys know about him? Yeah, if yes. Mike Jacecki is available still in your league, run, do not walk. I have seen enough, okay? I have seen enough to say this guy needs to be rostered in all leagues and starting in most of them. He has 16 targets through two games. He has 160 yards and a touchdown. That's one of the guys I'm highly targeting. Uh, actual Kittle's backup, Jordan Reed. I didn't expect it to happen. Wow, but he had what, a good game last week, right? Great game, Zach. He had two touchdowns. He had 62 yards. He's a wonderful option as well. And the last guy I'm going to tell you is Mo Ali Cox for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. It seems like Rivers was fine to him, him quite a bit as well. So you do have options this week. If you had a guy like Austin Hooper and it hasn't worked out for you, I recommend this week, Going with those guys I just mentioned, which were, uh, again, if God, if you could get Jasaki or Jonu Smith, that's top level. Uh, after that, Mo, Ali, Cox, and Jordan Reed. Those are the guys for the tight ends that I would recommend right now going on your waiver wire and getting. You ever seen one team lose so many guys in one game like San Francisco did against that Jet team? And now San Francisco complaining about the field at, at, at MetLife. They actually stayed in, I believe, West Virginia this week. And they're going back to play the Giants uh, this week as well. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of former players uh, in the last couple of days have come out and ripped MetLife Stadium and that field out there, including Brandon Marshall, who was a part of one preseason game, I believe, between the Jets and the Giants, where five wide receivers went down in that game because of the turf. Uh, Sterling Shepard went down in that game. Brandon Marshall went down in that game. So, yeah, that's something to look at also. If you're the San Francisco 49ers, you can't afford to lose any more players at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> Do they have any more players left? I, I mean, I don't even know. At this point, between that defense, well, Radio Raheem, and Kittle, wow. Let's talk about Radio Raheem. First of all, yes, this is quite bittersweet for me because – this was the guy where I thought I was coming out this year and really going out there. Last year, Aaron Jones wasn't supposed to be as good as he was, but this year I really went out there where Radio Raheem was going in the sixth round of most leagues, and he started out, and right now, currently, after only playing one quarter out of two total games, and he played one quarter in the last game, he is still a top three running back right now. So for some of his owners right now, this is obviously you had a very exciting player. Hopefully this is just a sprained MCL. So hopefully this is not going to be a very long, um, I guess, injury. But right now there is a player that I am very high on. And so there is a silver lining. And that is Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon, if you guys remember Fantasy Wise a few years ago, was a weapon for Minnesota. And he was just 
really, really good. But then Dalvin Cook went there and he went to San Francisco and he unfortunately tore his ACL. One full year out and all I've heard, and I, as I was picking Monster to be the nose pick of the year, how good McKinnon was, but I stuck with my guns with Monster. And, but now here we are. Not only did Mostert go down, but Coleman went down for multiple weeks as well. So left on their roster, they have a very talented Jerry McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. But I'm expecting McKinnon to be a beast. So if you have him, I mean, God willing, with the MetLife, I did this turf situation, that's another story. Right, right. But McKinnon is the guy to have in San Francisco, and I have him as a must-start this week as a running back two or a flex option for you. They really run the ball a lot. They have their backup uh, quarterback. This is going to be a matter of usage and volume. And if Jarek McKinnon is on your waiver wires, he must be picked up. Now, if you had Saquon Barkley, I'm still recommending that you go with Dante Freeman. But if you need a plug-and-play start at running back or, or at the flex position, McKinnon is my number one pickup of the week. Yeah, and that's... It's, it's a lot for one team to go through. And I wish we could say, all right, we're done with that, but we're not. We have a lot more observations to go to. Let's run through a couple more guys here quickly. It doesn't stop, Zach. Right. It doesn't I mean, stop. The list doesn't stop uh, for how many guys went down. I mean, we could have literally done a full segment just on that San Francisco game. Right. We'll let that hit for a couple seconds. Right. All right. Well done, Garcia. I love that stuff. All right, let's go on to another couple guys. Uh, oh, by the way, did I, was I not paying attention? Did we even bring up Jimmy Garoppolo in that? In that? What, what do we do there? We start somebody else. Right, Jimmy, right. Jimmy Garoppolo was not in many fantasy lineups. Okay, right, right, right. but he did. A, you know, he did have an effect in the game. He got the running backs the ball because he has a great play action to George Kittle. So their whole offense right now is upside down and backwards. And the thing is that they're going against the Giants, whose uh, complete offense is upside down and backwards. Right, right, so we're going to see what comes of it. I don't think right now, you know, this weekend Freeman just signed. He probably be inactive or get very few carries. So you're you're not going to want to be starting Deion Lewis this week against San Fran without a Bosa or without a Bosa. So overall, when it comes down to this 49ers and Giants game, you'll want to start Jarek McKinnon. If George Kittle plays, he's always a must-start. And that's just about that. I don't really trust Daniel Jones or any of the offensive players for the Giants. Their offensive line's not holding up. So literally in that entire game, I recommend one player, Jerick McKinnon. Right. I, 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 like, listen, it's Jerick McKinnon. As of last week, as last week, he was the third running right. back and or the scat back on third downs. And now I'm recommending him as the only player to start in an entire football game in fantasy. Amazing. Right. It is amazing. All right. A couple more guys. Let's go over. How about A.J. Brown? Uh, what's the deal with him? AJ Brown seems like he's going to be out another week. So that's where I think that Corey Davis has actually been a really good fit so far. He's been targeted a bunch for, um, your boy, Ryan Tannehill, who's been playing really, really good ball, uh, four touchdowns last week. Right now, um, I'm looking at it, 10 catches for 137 yards and one touchdown, for Corey Davis in two games, not too shabby. I expect that uh, they're going to be able to throw the ball quite a bit this week against Minnesota's defense, Minnesota's secondary. Their entire defense, as I've said from the start, very subpar. I actually love Corey Davis, and I'm going to stick with Janu Smith. 
both very solid options. So if you were a player, if your guy is uh, AJ Brown and Corey Davis is available in your league, I don't think he should be at this point, but if he is, go grab him and start him. If he's on your bench in many leagues, he's extremely startable this week. What about Drew Locke? Is he done? I mean, did I read the, is he done for the season? Like, I, I don't know. It's I don't remember what I just read. Not on. officially yet. No. Okay. What, but what do you, he is what do you out. Do and, you, yeah. What do you do if you drafted Drew Locke at this point? We're, you didn't draft Drew Locke. That's the thing. Drew Locke was a third. Drew Locke was a third quarterback. The, the shame in this is is now Jeff Driscoll, right? Journeyman Jeffy Driscoll, wow. Florida Gator. Right. Uh, he's your quarterback now. Then uh, let's just keep going with bloody, <laughs> bloody Sunday. Cortland right. Sutton, who is one of my favorites. You know, I think the world. There it is. I was waiting on it. Garcia's fingers are gonna fall off. Cortland Sutton was, as you know, a favorite of mine really like legitimately love that guy and for him to be out for the year that's a real big shame uh, i actually believe in the rookie kj hamler uh, he's supposed to be the guy who fills in for Cortland sutton but i don't trust the situation because i don't trust driscoll so in that overall offense you're looking at right now melvin gordon as being the guy because philip Lindsay is out two to four he's weeks up too, it right? is absolute bloodbath <laughs> right. in the nfl right now every player is just boom boom hurt I'm scared for week three, but what did we expect? It's 2020. This is what, to get a championship this year, A, we have to play 16 weeks. That's what right. we, That's one thing. Please, but B, yeah. you have to go through the trials and tribulations of what this season's going to bring to you. Uh, so just party, <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> By the way, what did you expect uh, in a 2020 fantasy football season? With everything that's going on in the world, did you expect – just everything to work perfect. Truth, truthfully, no I expect right. I expected this all to happen week one. So right, like, I'm right, shocked that right. we right. I expected everyone to go down week one. It, it is wild. The Nick Bosa injury. I know oh. we're not talking. San Francisco's defense, which was number one or number two with Pittsburgh, and we could talk about it. They're a really good defense, but that was completely because Nick Bosa got to the quarterback on so many of the snaps and forced turnovers, and that's what made San Fran so good. Him being out for the year is horrible right, for the right. sport. Forget about fantasy for a second. Just horrible. Uh, I cannot believe it. If I'm was it John Lynch and I'm the I'm the GM of the 49ers, my head is spinning this week without with just what happened. Yeah, it's an unbelievable thing what happened to that 49ers team. All right, a guy that's been uh, that was uh, I would say a, a second, third, fourth round guy, wide receiver Kenny Galladay uh, hasn't seen the field yet. Has not sniffed the field yet. Um, of course, I have him on one of my teams, so I'm interested in this news also. What's the latest on Kenny Galladay, and is it something you've got to have to really worry about now that we're going into week three of the NFL the, season? Yeah, the latest is you're starting Kenny Galladay this week, so why don't you okay. put him in your lineup? Right, he's now, right now. He yeah. looks like he's a full-blown go. Right offense to do it. Matthew Stafford's got to be itching to get him the ball. They haven't been able to stretch the field at all. Going against Arizona... I expect that to be a high-scoring game. Arizona's going to score their points, and you know Matthew Stafford's going to get Kenny Galladay the ball. So, yes, you missed two weeks of Kenny Galladay, but you're not missing three. I find you very hard-pressed if you can't get him into your lineup. I highly recommend you do. Right. Uh, Cam Akers in L.A. What's the deal with Cam Akers? Okay, you have three running backs in L.A., of which two of them finished the game hurt. That was uh, Malcolm Brown and uh, Cam Akers both of which seem to be playing. So a lot of people have been excited about Daryl Henderson and picking him up off of the waiver wires. 
Well, as of today's news, it doesn't seem like anything's going to change there right now. So do not, if you have a high pick and you could get a Freeman or you could get a Mike Davis or any of the players that we've just discussed here, a Jarek McKinnon especially, do not pick Daryl Henderson above him. I understood if you would if those guys were hurt, but they're both right now playing. So right now the Rams situation is what it was for the first two weeks, which I said stay away. And I still recommend staying away. You do not know who's going to get the ball at what time in that offense. Right. Yeah, interesting stuff there as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to wrap things up here in this 8 o'clock hour with a couple more of the observations. And then we're going to eventually get into the nosebleeds and nose candy from last week. Tight end of the week coming up at the end of the show. And the nose pick of the week, the award-winning segment, the nose pick of the week, coming up at the very end of the show right before 10 o'clock. Let's take a break. We'll come back. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We're back right after this. All right, folks, we're back. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. And if you've been listening to us on the Radio.com app, that's being fixed momentarily. Danny Garcia accidentally plugged a coffee machine in, and when he took the plug out, it took us off Radio.com. He's fixing it right now. Don't worry. I hope it's decaf and not regular. I really don't know what happened, but I just made that up. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're convenience for our customers. Our top priority, find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get in, we'll get to a couple of your text messages in just a second. Um, <coughs> excuse me. A couple on, more Zach, players. You know I don't do decaf, bro. Cafe Cubano. Right. I figured it was Cuban coffee, but I just, I didn't want to, I throw that out there and all of a sudden we're in, you know, we're in a different world right now. I get fired for calling you a Cuban coffee drinker. Like, I don't want any of that to happen right now. I love you. I love those and I love our listeners. That's all I care about right at this second. Uh, there are a couple more players on your list. Anyone you want to get to real quickly before we get to um, the nosebleeds and nose candy from last week? I just thought that in general, because of it's 2020 and it was Sunday, bloody Sunday, Tyron Taylor decides he can't play because of a pre-game chest injury, then Justin Herbert comes out and looks great. So it should be very interesting to see what Coach Lynn does over there. I'm very interested because I think that the wide receivers, Keenan Allen in particular, get a major step up if they have the rookie, the duck, come in and go quack quack over there because he's a lot better of a thrower than Tyrod Taylor. But right. I found that to it. be yeah. crazy. Um, William Fuller, the V. Right. I, man, what a talented player. And we, we don't know what happened, but he didn't play in a lot of the game. Then he came back. He may have been hurt. The uh, news is unclear, and we'll find out probably over the next day or two. But keep an eye on him. And uh, I highly recommend, recommended last week a player named Paris Campbell, who I was so high on. First quarter, first five minutes, done. So Rashad Perryman, a few minutes into the game, done. It was just a crazy injury right. week. I mean, those players I know are on smaller levels, but they do affect the entire, I guess, machine, if you would, right. that is the NFL. I mean, unless you're playing in an eight-team league and, and you're, you're a last-round draft pick 
was in with Kenny Galladay, you were in a league that probably Perryman and your boy Paris Campbell and maybe even Tyrod if you're in a two-quarterback league. Like, these guys were picked. Will Billy Fuller, the V, he was picked in leagues, and if he's out or he's not playing, yeah, these are things to go over. That's why... He got a zero for me in a few right. leagues. Uh, he, he came right. off a really good week one. Why don't you start him? He looked like him and Watson were doing amazing. And then all of a sudden, a big fat zero on him. Ugh. But uh, I brought up the Chargers more because I wanted to really discuss a player that not all people are a lot of familiar with. And they may be on your waiver wires. And that is Josh Kelly, the running back over there, had 23 carries. Repeat. He had 23 carries last week, um, and that's with no injuries or anything. So Austin Eckelar, your boy Aaron Eckelar, had a really nice game himself. But this Josh Kelly seems to be a big part of the Chargers' offense. 23 carries, 64 yards, two grabs two for 54 yards, and there was no injuries there. So if Josh Kelly is on your waiver wires, he is somebody that I highly recommend picking up as well. So going over that and reviewing it one more time with you, I really love Devontae Freeman if you have Saquon Barkley. Jarek McKinnon is my pickup of the week because I absolutely love him this week. And if Mostert can't play for a few weeks, McKinnon could be a plug-in player that uh, could really produce for your fantasy team. When it comes down to the Rams, I don't recommend anybody. And uh, Deion Lewis is a guy that's getting a lot of look. But now that uh, Devontae Freeman is being picked up, or it got actually just signed. Deion Lewis, I don't see doing uh, very much for your fantasy team. Right, right, right. And so that's it for that. We need to get to nose candy and uh, the nose bleeds from last week as well. By the way, uh, if you are listening on the app, that's going to be fixed very momentarily, by the way. The management has got involved in all of this because of Danny Garcia's coffee uh, that he's been doing in the uh, in the breaks. I don't really don't know it's coffee, but that's what I'm saying anyway. Let's get to Nose Candy from last week. You did give our picks. Actually, before uh, we're going to do Nose Candy and Nose Bleeds before we get to the sniff test because we have, to, we have to get to the sniff test too. I can't believe we just went 45 minutes, um, by the way, of just basically observations. That's how much went on in the last couple days. And we're in a short week here. If you're a South Floridian, you're a Dolphin or a Jack Jacksonville Jaguar fan. We're literally about 48 hours away now from the kickoff of that game. So football is right back at you. So we needed to get on uh, for this specific reason to get you all your waiver wire suggestions from the nose. But let's get some nose candy nosebleeds from last week. Let's start with, of course, beat your chest a little bit. Give me some of your nose candy from week two. I can't believe it's still nose candy because it was only one quarter of football. But the nose pick of the year who... I'm unfortunately not going to be able to talk about him over the next few weeks, but uh, Raheem, Radio Raheem Mostert had a right. yet another huge game, and he only played one quarter. He had that 80-yard touchdown where he hit like 24-mile-per-hour speed, the right. fastest a player has gotten to. So, oh, what a stud. I'm so proud of this call, and unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a little while, but he still is a little nose candy after that 80-yard run because if you're a bonus, Holy moly, was if you're nice. in bonus point leagues, that one play alone just covered your whole week. So for him, uh, the nose pick of the week last week uh, was Jonathan Taylor. Well, I, I squeezed him in there because I knew that Jonathan Taylor was going to be the new horse of nice the one, Indianapolis Colts. Real nice. 110 total yards and a touchdown in his second NFL game, giving him that many carries that early. If you took the risk and said, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, still knowing that Marlon Mack was there, still knowing that Hines was there, 
you right now won. Yes, you got a little luck with Marlon Mack going out, but Jonathan Taylor is here to stay. He's healthy. God bless. Stay healthy. Uh, really good game for the nose pick of the week. I feel like any point at this point, I couldn't even recommend him anymore. I think he's a top 10 player from here on out. No brainer. So congratulations if you got Jonathan Taylor. Right. That was a good one right there. That was a very, very nice pick. Uh, where else did you go? Nose candy from last week. How about a couple of quarterbacks that actually played very well for you? I recommended Josh Allen, and uh, now it's, again, a player who I don't think is even worth recommending anymore. It's like saying, okay, start Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Right, right, right. Zach, he's, a re- he's there. He got there. I know. Four, 417 yards and four touchdowns, and that's not including his rushing yards and normal rushing touchdowns that he gets in a game. He's got Stefan Diggs that looks incredible. John Brown's a great second wide receiver. Everything is clicking at all cylinders right now for Josh Allen. He's a star, people. And so if you went with a 4-4-1 and ended up with Josh Allen as your quarterback, you're smooth sailing. <laughs> right. Unless you have any of the guys from Bloody Sunday, of course. <laughs> right, right, right. Next, oh. I recommended Cam Newton. Right. There he there is. There it is. There it is. Right. Bono is getting so much play right now. Wow, right. Hope we don't have oh, to pay them every time you play them. Bono. Right, it's a good point. Bono's no one crazy. loves himself more than Bono loves himself. Right. Okay, I recommended... Maybe, maybe me. Yeah. Maybe me. <laughs> I recommended Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Wow. And that guy had 397 yards in the air with a touchdown and then 47 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. Almost so the, the third deal. one, too, by the way. Last that? play of the game. Almost the third one, too. That I, I mean, I literally was a, a wide awake watching that. And when they got into that same formation... Goal line formation, running back, tight end, tight end goes to the left. He starts moving, and then that t- and the running back moves up a little bit. You know where the play is going. It's can you stop it? And that was a really good defensive play that they had on Cam Newton to end that game. But he almost finished off with three rushing touchdowns in that game. He listen, Cam Newton again, just like similar to Josh Allen, not as not as good, but similar to Josh Allen. You have a guy who is beyond motivated right now. He's on a one-year contract, former MVP, played in the Super Bowl. Was was he the MVP of the Super Bowl? Uh, he, you know, he was phenomenal. Right. And all of a sudden, whether people just thought he was too much of a person or just he was too injured, he is now healthy, and he is their offense. If you have a running back for New England, you cannot start him. I don't care who it is. They are unstartable. This is their offense he is their running back. So overall, Cam Newton is an absolute wonderful start, and it was a wonderful recommendation, and I expect him to keep going. By the way, do you have a ghost in your house? What just happened? Yeah, my, you're looking. <laughs> like I'm I am hearing the things. video of Nose, by the way, and in the middle of that last segment, he must have heard something. He turned around, and then he turned around six times during that. You're okay, right? I hope like, so. I'm the only one watching you, so I'm just letting you know if something does happen. Right, I'm, it's on video, and it's right. the ghost of Weston. I'm telling right, you, right, 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 unbelievable. Uh, by the way, uh, Garcia, uh, did we uh, did we get switched back over uh, on Radio.com? Did we fix that yet? That is a ten four. Okay, so we're back on Radio.com. Garcia has plugged the coffee machine back into the right outlet. Well done, Garcia. We are back on the app, and a lot of people are tweeting uh, to us and sending in text. We're back on Radio.com. Josh, if you're listening in the other room, we're back on the app. My brother is babysitting in the other room listening to us on the app. Anyways, let's get back to a couple more of your uh, nose candy. Um, I believe you have another running back and wide receiver on this list now. 
I have uh, your boy, A.A.R.O.N. Ekilar. A.A.R.O.N. Ekilar. So, which is insane because I was just telling you how Josh Kelly is right. really, really good. Well, they're using two running backs there. A.A.R.O.N. Ekilar had 148 overall yards. He didn't find the end zone, and that's a problem because Josh Kelly seems to be the man who might be getting those goal line carries. But Ekilar's usage is really big. 148 yards as a recommendation saying he'll be back to his second round form. I'm pretty proud of that call. And uh, last one that I'm going to go with was the Oil Can Boyd. Just because he's a friend of the show. I recommended him for your Thursday night action. And uh, he's now 7 for 72 and a touchdown. Yeah, that did the trick. And he also dropped one as well. So overall, very proud of those recommendations. Right. Well done there by you when it came to the nose candy. Now, listen, nose gives out a bunch each week of picks, what he likes, what he doesn't like. And there are some bleeds as well there, too. Let's start off with a couple nose bleeds from last week. Nose. Yeah, there were definitely a few nosebleeds, and that's going to happen. And it's time to own them. I recommended right. uh, Devin Singletary against your Miami Dolphins. And, and you basically shut the guy down. He had 66 total yards. I thought he was going to have a monster game, and he did not. Uh Dolphins defense didn't do so good, but they certainly shut him down in that situation. Right. So I recommended Michael Gallup, and he only gets 58 yards when Dak goes off for 450 yards. Whatever. That was, that, up? that was not good. <laughs> that up? Right, right. Gallup should have a bigger game. Well done, Garcia. I recommended against Jared Goff, and he had 267 yards and three touchdowns. He looked pretty smooth. Not my best look. And a player that we're going to have to just sit and talk about in a little bit or now with your call, you drive this show, but I recommended against Leonard Fournette. Right. Yeah, we're going to get into that in the second hour. We need to we're, talk about Okay, let's, we'll, 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 we all know that he had a very nice game. Yes, it was capped off with a dirty, very end of the game, long touchdown. But we're going to talk about Leonard Fournette and whether you start him or not. I recommended Emmanuel Sanders. And as we discussed that earlier, it was definitely the Traquan Smith show. Emmanuel Sanders... Didn't look like he was getting open, and that might be a problem. He might be maybe a, a step behind, if you would, and Drew Brees is not finding him the ball right now. So out of those guys, that was some pretty bad nosebleeds, uh, and I apologize for them. There's some good nose candy, too. We're going to give you a pat on the back and a punch in the face at the same time. That's the best part about the nose candy and the nosebleeds. All right, hour number one in the books here for Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show. We'll come back. We're going to do the sniff test coming up. We'll give you a, little, a couple of waiver wire recommendations as well. Nose got a couple of those for you, too, if he doesn't get eaten by a ghost in his house in Weston in the next uh, five or ten minutes till we're back. The sniff test, the tight end of the week, some more uh, waiver wires, and the nose pick of the week. All coming up in hour number two here of Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.